Good Friday morning, my friends. This is Cookie White, and you are now listening to Cookie's Candid Conversations. I'm dispensing with a lot of the words that I use at the beginning of this podcast because, as you can tell, my voice is a little bit raspy, and I'm probably going to make this a little shorter than usual. I'm sitting out on my screened-in porch, so you're going to hear a lot of sounds of nature. You might hear a car or two going by my house, but I just love sitting out here in nature. I have spent a lot of time out here on this screened-in porch, even in the heat. I can get a little bit of a breeze. I have a hummingbird feeder. I have other bird feeders. I have black-eyed Susans that are blooming now. And the sounds out here just make me think of when I grew up as a child in the state of Virginia. But I just wanted to talk to you this morning. I don't know how many of you know, I kind of put myself on a, on a self... Um, time out, I guess we could say, kind of like a sabbatical from ministry work. We never step back from ministry, but I felt like I just needed some time off. So I'm taking that time. Uh, It started the end of December, and I'm using the time to just step back, to refocus, to figure out what it is that maybe God has for me at this point in my life. Uh, I closed up the Sounding Board Ministries blog, and I haven't been writing as much. I've been listening. And what I've seen so far is that this world is in a mess, and I always try to be a voice of positivity, and I would never try to, I don't know, sit on one side of the fence versus the other side of the fence. I'm on God's side, and I just pray that Um, You would just listen to this for whatever it's worth to you today. But it gets to be very um, sad for me. That it just seems like there's just so much negativity in the world. And people are being so mean. I heard yesterday that a man that's running for one of the GOP seats was, his life was threatened. Some guy was yielding a sword. I read this morning that there are people in Portland in a neighborhood that are asking officials to help them out because there's so many homeless in that area. The homeless are starting to use their yards as bathrooms. It just doesn't sound like the America that I knew. I don't know what's happened, but evidently the needle of being normal has certainly waved in a different direction than what I remember as a child. So when you start thinking about these things, you think, God, what can I do? I'm only one person. What can I do? And you really, I've started praying, God, what can I do? And that God is starting to open open up my eyes that I could possibly see something that I can do on a small scale here in my own neighborhood, in my own community. But then I picked up a book this morning out of my library, and it's When God Whispers Your Name by Max Licato. And Max is talking about King Josiah. I don't know if you remember King Josiah in 2 Kings. He was a young man that took over the throne at eight years of age. And his father and his grandfather had done evil things before him. But Josiah had good people surrounding him. 
and he used as his role model King David and decided he was going to try to do what he could do to turn his his life around, his his people around, that he was over in his kingdom. And you have to know that um, he did start doing that. I want to read to you just a little bit about what Max wrote about King Josiah. The world has seen wiser kings. The world has seen wealthier kings. The world has seen more powerful kings. But history's never seen a more courageous king than young Josiah. Born some 600 years before Jesus, Josiah inherited a fragile throne and a tarnished crown. The temple was in disarray. The law was lost. The people worshipped whatever god they desired. But by the end of Josiah's, 31-year reign. The temple had been rebuilt, the idols destroyed, and the law of God was once again elevated to a place of prominence and power. His grandfather was King Manasseh, and he was remembered as a king who defiled Jerusalem from one end to the other with other people's blood. His father... King Manasseh's father, King Ammon, died at the hands of his own officers. He did what God said was wrong, and that's on his epitaph. The citizens formed a posse and killed the assassins, and eight-year-old Josiah ascended the crowd. But early in his reign, he made a brave choice. He lived as his ancestor David had lived, and he did not stop doing what was right. You know if an eight-year-old can do that, be surrounded by good people and start making great decisions, of course we can do that. When he was 26 years old, he turned his attention to the temple, which was in disarray, and he started restoring the temple. And while they were restoring the temple, they found a scroll as... Part of this rebuilding, they found a scroll that was there, and it was the words that God had given to Moses a thousand years earlier. Can you imagine? And when Josiah heard those words, he shocked, and he wept that his people had drifted so far from God that his word was not part of their lives. And he sent word to a prophetess and asked her, what's going to become of our people? And you know what she told him? She told him that because he repented, His nation would be spared the anger of God. Incredible, isn't it? An entire generation received grace because the integrity of one man. Could it be God's placed us here at this time on this earth for the same reason? One person. You know, sometimes in life we say, well, if only I'd had this, or if only I'd done this, or if only, if only, if only. You know what, folks? I just had my 70th birthday. I can't live with those if-onlys anymore. I'm probably not going to live another 70 years. And I need to do something right now. I need to let go of all the excuses. I need to let go of anything that would prohibit me from reaching whatever goal it is God has for me. And I think he'll bless every word that comes out of my mouth until breath leaves this body. I want to do what he wants me to do. God has given us so many beautiful messages in his word. And he wants us to follow him. Do what we can do. 
one person at a time. When I then picked up my Bible this morning, I thought, well, you know, it was recommended to read something in the book of John, but my Bible fell open to Ephesians, the second chapter. And here's what it says in the 19th verse, as I read through verse 22. So now you Gentiles, which that's me, are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. We are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We who believe are carefully joined together, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also joined together as part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. You know what, folks? We are not alone. God is still in control. I know a lot of things are being allowed today that if you grew up like I did in a very conservative small town, everybody loves each other and everybody goes to the same church and everybody gives allegiance to the Lord God, especially on Sundays, where we don't talk about each other, where we build one another up, where we make people responsible for what they're doing. And if you work, you get to get the money and feed your family. And if you don't work, you don't eat. We grew up on good principles. And I'm sure a lot of you out there that are listening to this, you grew up the very same way. Has our world gotten so far that it can't be turned around? Absolutely not. The hand of God is long, it is strong, and it is waiting and willing to forgive this nation for its sins, each one of us. And it wants to use us. We just have to step up and say, God, what is it you want me to do? He's done that time and time and time again with various individually individuals. He calls them out one by one. Paul on the road to Damascus. Little Samuel in the temple. Heard God calling his name at night. He's done it time and time and time again. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Talk to people individually. Now, I'm not saying God's going to make a personal appearance in your bedroom at night and tell you exactly what it is he wants you to do, but you pray about it. You seek his word. You pray earnestly God would forgive this nation of our sins and that he would once again cleanse us. So often I've thought in the last few days, you know what, God, I feel like we are a people, conservative people that love the Lord God, and we're standing at the edge of the Red Sea. People are pursuing us from behind. They want to get rid of us because they don't like us, and we're not following along with the socialist agenda. God, would you part the waters one more time and let us walk through on dry ground? Would you give us the opportunity to be the Christians we need to be in this nation, to come back to being the God-fearing nation that we have been in the past? Would you bring us revival of untold, oh my goodness, untold realms that people are flooding the aisles like they did with Billy Graham back in the 60s, I think it was, in California, in the state of California. 
He had a revival that went on for weeks in the state of California. God be with us. Help us, bless us, wake us up, give us a new day, give us a fresh breath, give us a direction, and give us a mission. It can happen. One step at a time. God, thank you for this day. Thank you that even as I've talked, God, my voice has gotten a little stronger, and I thank you for that. And I pray that you'll be with everyone who listens to this podcast today. May we be renewed as a people of God. May we find something to do that is positive that will help another person. Help us to stop complaining, wringing our hands, and saying, oh my, 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 what are we going to do? Help us to know, God. Help us to serve you and know that you are there every step of the way until you call us home. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, my friends. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. And God willing, I'll talk to you next time.